Hey, what's good, everybody? It's Cedric Warren here, your host of Ted Talk. Get it? Like Ted Talk, but it's me. Couple things. I'll keep saying this, uh, but I hope everyone is staying safe. Stay home if you can. Uh, this is definitely unprecedented events in our lifetime, uh, but it's not new. You know, over 100 years ago, the Spanish flu definitely caused a lot of global illness. Um, so we definitely don't want that repeat. So definitely, definitely listen to your local public health authorities and uh, take this very seriously. So now it's episode 19. Uh, thanks for everybody who has rocked with us so far. Please continue to do so. I really appreciate it. Uh, and now we have a very serious debate on our hands. Uh, and we're not talking about Jordan versus LeBron. We're not talking about Duke versus UNC. We're not talking about Tupac versus Biggie. But Cartoon Network versus Nickelodeon. Yep, that's the battle. So who had the better cartoons is the question. You've had some time to think about it. So I got two people with me today to definitely tell you their sides and their point of views. So today we have our favorite co-host back for the fifth time, uh, my brother Justin Warren. So say what's up. Good stuff. Good stuff. Appreciate it. And for the first time, and likely not the last, uh, we got our frat Brian uh, Velvet Rope Jenkins, aka B Jinx. Uh, say what's up. Yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> uh, what's up, man? Uh, glad to have you on. Appreciate it, man. Um, I know this is. Uh, we talked about this topic a couple weeks ago, so I'm glad we get to do it. So we're gonna do this. Uh, like we're almost like we're in a court style. Okay. So we got two, uh, got a defendant, got a plaintiff. We got two sides and we're going to have, uh, the final ruling coming from me. So to kick off, uh, Justin representing Nickelodeon, uh, will approach and give us his side in his top 10, uh, Nickelodeon cartoons and defend his point. So go ahead, man. They surfed, like skateboarded. Oh, last name was Rocket. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Their last name was Rocket. Please forgive me. Yeah. Yeah. Otto and his sister and some other person. I remember Sam. So I watched that show, but I know it was a decent cartoon, and it had made the number eight on this list. You had Sam. Number seven, Paco's Modern Life. I mean, you had Australian accent. 
like an animal, a turtle who's scared of everything, a uh, heifer. Like, what a great name for a cartoon. Heifer. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a weird show, but hey, one of the good ones for Nickelodeon. Number six was one that was pretty popular on Nickelodeon, but I, I, I didn't really get down with it, but since it was popular, uh, Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy was a, a classic for Nickelodeon. It was also extremely weird. I don't, Nickelodeon had a lot of weird shows, but Ren and Stimpy number, comes in at number six. Alright, getting into the top five, we have The Angry Beaver, um, Norbert and Daggett, I think their names were. Yeah, so, you remember that? Yeah, you know, shout out to those guys, those beavers. Ah, Alright, here we go. Now we get into more familiar territory for myself. Coming in at number four, SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. This is Nickelodeon's I believe longest running cartoon. I'm not sure if it's still on or not. I guess it is. It doesn't matter. I'm way too old to watch it anyway. SpongeBob. And honestly, I'm gonna be real. I, I I didn't really rock with it too much, but America sure loved this one, and you gotta give it love. Nickelodeon's longest running cartoon, like I mentioned. Uh, very creative premise. I mean, we gotta talk with Sponge, with Starfish, the crab. The Chief, uh, Evil Plankton, uh, Mr. Squid, Squidward, sorry, Mr. Squid, <laughs> Squidward, uh, the old Sandy the Squirrel, who's in a uh, spacesuit underwater. <laughs> See, we got a lot of wild stuff going on. Yeah. Who could come up with this? Only the only person that created something. So, now we get into the top three. My top three, I'll have a little more analysis for it, because these are actually ones, I watched pretty much all of them. And they were the best. Coming in at number three, Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold ran from 1996 to 2004. He had a movie in 2002. Uh, for those who might not remember, it's about a young man growing up in a boarding home with his grandparents in like what looks to be like a New York-like city. Uh, very eccentric characters, very diverse characters. Uh, we all remember Helga Pataki, who was madly in love with Arnold, but act like, but actually pretended to hate him. And his best friend Gerald, who was black for the culture. Uh, see. Yeah, like I mentioned, man from 96 to 04. Uh, interesting fact here, it meant, if final season stretched over four years. Uh, from 2000 to 2004, they stretched the final season over four years. But this is a classic cartoon, one of my favorites. Seen just about every episode of it. So shout out to Hey Arnold, coming in at number three. Number two, Doug. We all remember Doug. Classic theme song. Ran from, had like a six year run. It was on Nick from 91 and 94. Disney. On the Disney Channel from '96 to '99. I mean, Doug was just a, your classic coming of age cartoon. He, he was struggling with relationships, trying to fit in, self-esteem, bullying. Anything you were dealing with in middle school, Doug was doing it on TV. And the best part about Doug was his imagination. I mean, he had the wildest imagination, which was probably borderline anxiety. 
So they also brought up mental health issues way before it was cool to talk about mental health. So shout out to Doug for being forward thinking. And for those who might not remember, remember his characters he used to come up with. He had Smash Adams, which is like his James Bond character. Quail Man, which it was his belt wearing underwear under over your pants superhero. And Royce Canyon, the Indiana Jones type character. I mean, shout out to Doug. Yeah. And then Doug also had a black best friend. It is well known on the internet that Peter was black. Peter beatboxed constantly. He was a DJ. And he taught Doug how to break dance. That sounds pretty black to me. And just so, and, and if you were still unsure that Doug is the number two Nickelodeon show and that Peter was black, I want to present to you a rap verse that solidifies. It was a verse that ends a classic song called Swag Search by the Fast Life Youngsters. The verse goes, I'm in the party surfing like I'm standing on a wave. Shawty text my Dougie like Eddie's bandmate. Bars. Straight bars. <laughs> I mean, what more do you need from a cartoon? Shout out to the Fast Life Youngsters, Swag Surfing, and Doug. Coming in at number two. But there's one cartoon that takes them off. It is the Rugrats franchise. Yeah. There'll be Rugrats in all grown up. And any other thing they did with Rugrats, they had three movies. It was Nickelodeon's most popular show for six years. Rugrats had episodes about Jewish culture on Passover and Hanukkah. They have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. We're talking... 172 episodes. Also for the culture, the best Rugrats on the show was Susie Carmichael. She protected all the babies, and she was better than Angelica, who terrorized the babies. And her mama was a doctor, and her dad was a TV writer. Don't get any better than that. Oh, and if you need any more links to the culture, the Rugrats movie had a song on their soundtrack by Maya and Blackstreet and Mace. Take me there. And that's how I actually did well on the charts. Number 14 on the Hot 100 and number 10 on the Hip Hop and R&B chart. Rugrats. The greatest Nickelodeon cartoon of all time. I rest my case. I'm going to get lunch because there's no need to hear the other side. Act <laughs> <laughs> you, Judge. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, thank you, Counselor, for presenting your arguments. Uh, very well thought out and very well uh, presented. Want to go back to Rocket Power real quick. So you had the main character, Otto Rocket. You had Twister, uh, who was the, one of the friends. Sam. Who, yeah, Sam, who they called Squid. Sam was not not that twist, not Twista, but Twister with an ER. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then Sam, who they affectionately called Squid, who was a uh, basically a military kid. He was a Navy import. Um, and I want to say that show did a good job of having representation of what California is because they had Sam kind of the Navy kid. We know military bases are spread out throughout California. Uh, some of the kids had um, Hispanic, Latin uh, last names as well, plus a mix of the Samoan, Hawaiian, uh, Pacific Islander culture as well, some of those. So, uh, very well thought out uh, as well. Going to Doug. Uh, I think Doug had a uh, truly, and I'm glad you pointed out, Doug truly had anxiety. Uh, 
Uh, he would freak out anytime he wanted to talk to Patty or any situation that potentially scared him. It just sent him into all kinds of uh, nervousness. And then also Rugrats and Hey Arnold for anyone who wants to feel nostalgic. They are both on Amazon Prime Video for you to watch as well. All seasons. All right. So thank you again, Counselor, for your presentation. And uh, now, uh, Counselor Jenkins, uh, if you will mm -hmm. please step up and give us your arguments. I appreciate that, Your Honor. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh, <laughs> you know, you you know, those, those are some good points, right? Nickelodeon definitely has that nostalgia, right? You had, had, had the 90s, especially early 90s. I'm like, I give my opponent that. But that's all. Once you get to the 2000s and beyond, it's silence, bro. You have nothing. You're dead now. So this is why Cartoon Network is superior. We have the range. Like, we got some stuff that hits you starting from the 90s on up to now. And that's what I'm going to go through. I'm going to run through my 10. Uh, not necessarily 10 uh, most favorite, but just starting back and showing like what it has. Honestly, like Cartoon Network catalog goes so deep, this really could be a top 30. Oh. So starting off, we have the GOAT, Dexter's Lab, Boy Genius, you know what I'm saying, out here doing this thing, inspiring Young kids to be scientists, inspirational. Sister's always messing up his uh his inventions and everything. Next up, Powerpuff Girls, the first feminist cartoon. <laughs> you know what? What more can you say? You know what I'm saying? Young girls out here saving the day, whooping ass. Uh, Mojo Jojo got it on site. One of the realest you've ever seen in your life. Every day. Every day. Every day, yeah. yo. <laughs> Next, we have Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Okay? Just three homeboys out here trying to get it. You know what I'm saying? Really in the streets every day, hustling. All right? Just trying to trying to come up on something, right? Then we have Johnny Bravo, another older one, another classic out here ahead of the time, just just showing how a, a young man in the city uh, trying to date and, and, and get his groove on, you know. Then, getting into a little more into the 2000s, we have Samurai Jack. Just iconic, beautiful art. Just, and Phil Lamar voiced him, so we, you know, a little bit of black history up in there. Then, we have the Teen Titans, DC Property, Fire show, just one of the best shows of all time. All of those DC animated joints was hit. See, I could have could have added more on there for that, but I, you know, I picked Teen Titans just because it was probably the best in my opinion. Then we have one of the goats internationally of all time, Dragon Ball Z, just representing the whole tsunami block. I could have, you know, once again, like I could have went in on this. Tsunami Block could be top 10 right there, bro. We got, like, Cartoon Network put the whole hood on anime, all right? Changed the game for everybody. Good and point. then Good point. getting into 
more the recent stuff. Like once again, Nick, y'all don't have nothing right now. Like you, your game is weak right now. It's nothing going on right now. Cartoon Network. We have Steven Universe, just one of the greatest, critically acclaimed, very positive show, very diverse. Um, Craig of the Creek, another amazing show. Black Family out here in the DMV, just getting into all kind of adventures, having a good time. And then I'm gonna end it with Rick and Morty representing the Adult Swim block, like. Once again, more more stuff there that's that's firing hitting, but Rick and Morty currently running one of the most uh critically acclaimed uh interesting shows, period, hands down. So that's me, that's what you know. I, it's so much I could got into. I ain't even going to some of the what you know, I'm not gonna mix you know, I don't wanna mess up my argument and throwing some other stuff in there. I don't wanna shut you down like that, homie. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like we got that okay. right there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, you from the nineties to the future, bro. Nine nine two thousand, we took it. We took it and ran with it. Told Nick to back that ass up. Like it's Okay. I really okay. Like it. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh counselor, I appreciate your uh arguments as well. Also very well presented and thought out. Uh, a couple points. Uh Ed, Ed and Eddie, I like your point made there. Uh, about how they were just trying to get it. Uh, they were cons consistently trying to come up. And I think that speaks to just the youth's ingenuity of being young with your homeboys and thinking of ideas of how to get rich, how to get money, uh, no matter where you come from. That is just something you sit back and think about. Uh, all the shenanigans they got into, we all can think about stuff we got into in our youth. So I like that. Uh, when you mentioned that, I started immediately thinking about uh, Money Trees by Kendrick Lamar. I feel like yeah, yeah. that's a great representation of that, that song. Anyways, uh, the feminist cartoon, man. Yes, Powderpuff Girls, feminist cartoon. I mean, three girls, very strong, very powerful, but still, you know, recognized emotions or whatever, uh, did their thing. So that was good. Uh, Dexter's Lab, STEM life, man. We're very much into STEM and technology now. So they were they were ahead of the game. Uh, Johnny Bravo, though. I have to take you back on that one because... Johnny Bravo, if you listen to his uh, stuff, yes, he was trying to get dates, but the man it was very sexist. Very sexist. Uh, well, that balance with the power puff, you know what I'm <laughs> I got you. I got you. Samurai Jack, yep. I remember Phil Lamar was that. So that's for the culture. Uh, Teen Titans. I actually like Teen Titans Go now. Uh, crazy yeah. little cartoon. And then Dragon Ball Z is a huge classic um, that people meme. Yeah, it's it's a big, big culture, like you said, put the whole hood on anime right there and everything forward. So uh, good job. Uh, so now at this point, uh, we're going to have a chance for our uh, cross-examination. OK, so starting with Nickelodeon, uh, I think we have some points to give and to question uh, Mr. Jenkins as well. So uh, bring your points forward, sir.
So that's so active motor interruption. It is a bad joke. Not for kids. Definitely not for anybody. Nickelodeon wins. We move on to Dexter's lab. If I don't, if I'm not mistaken, Dexter had like a Russian accent. And for all I know, in that lab, he cooked up how to rig the election in 2016. <laughs> Dexter's a communist. He is un-American. He shouldn't have been allowed on TV. Make America great again. Nickelodeon wins. Yes, Johnny Bravo, as you mentioned, Judge, you already made the argument for me. Super toxic masculinity. Yeah. This show would not fly today if it, if it could be. He, Johnny Bravo would have been in court to be tied up in court. He wouldn't even be able to make the person. No, sir, for Johnny Bravo. And then Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yes, those boys were trying to get it. But there was one of them boys that was mentally disabled, and the other boys act like there was nothing going wrong. And to me, they were just trying to make fun of him, man. You can't do that. Get that boy the proper treatment he needs, man. But that show just made fun of the minute disabled. I can't get down with this show. The other shows, yeah, I, I don't have too much against those. Uh, I don't have too much against those, but I think those four definitely have to be um, touted as not good for Cartoon Network. Would take Cartoon Network down and make Nickelodeon rise above. All right. All right. Uh, good points. I did not think of your perspective of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Uh, that was a good perspective right there. Again, the Johnny Bravo thing, man, like you said, uh, toxic masculinity to the fullest. Uh, so <clears throat> I don't know if that was their goal. I don't think that was necessarily a thing at the time, but who knows? Uh, who knows what the creator was really going after there? All right. Uh, Counselor Jenkins uh, for Cartoon Network, your your cross examination, sir. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start with you. You listed Ren and Stimpy, right? Have you seen the show, sir? To get up on uh, Johnny Bravo. Good answer. Completely inappropriate. Good answer. Even adults. <laughs> I don't even. Want, it's too graphic to go into detail about some of the, <laughs> of the skits and things they put on there. But gross. Um, Ridiculous and not in a good way. Uh, Ten points to Gryffindor because that was terrible. <laughs> Next, uh, um, Angry Beavers. Once again, it's in the title, Angry Beavers. It's just promoting bad attitudes, um, aggression. Nah, no, we don't need that. And Rocket Power, Sway Lee was on there. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and lastly, Hey Arnold. Too chill of a cartoon, man. It, does, it, it doesn't work. You can go to sleep to it. The snooze fest, bro. That's it. Good arguments. The rest of it. <clears throat> Good arguments. Yeah, uh... Daggett and Norbert uh, definitely had uh, some issues, uh, mainly Daggett, who was, I think he had a little bit of anxiety too, but then he had a lot of aggression attached to that anxiety as well. Norbert might have been high most of the time, to be honest with you, man, because he was super chill. Uh, 
Yeah. If you think about it. Um, and didn't it have a bear that was like a bit of a, a little like yep, yep. gigolo or whatever? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, my my thing with Hey Arnold, all right, uh, they were just allowed to go anywhere. If you remember one of the first episodes, they were dressed up as fruits all the way downtown. And we know how big New York is, right? How many, right. the population is big. Uh, and they were able to go all the way downtown on a bus ride for how, God knows how long, right? Uh, by themselves. Those kids were like in third grade. They're eight. And they were mature, man. Nah. nah man. Poor parents. Poor parents. Grandpa he was. was grandparents. Yeah. His mom and dad were nowhere to be found. They were lost somewhere. He was being raised by his grandparents who had to keep up with those crazy borders. So his parents you walked know, out on him, is what you're saying. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Possibly. But you saw how Hayara rose above all that. Yeah. Good Good point. Good point. Uh, I feel like his grandma was only there every now and then. Uh, she was definitely a flower child. Uh, she was now. <laughs> who knows? Uh, oh, yes, was. Who knows? Yeah, uh, they didn't look out for that lady, man. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah, uh, they were definitely uh, in a uh, multi, yeah, multi-tenant building, and they were the tenants and everything like that. So, good stuff. Good stuff. Any closing arguments uh, from the Nickelodeon side? Appreciate you, Counselor, and uh, Counselor Jenkins for Cartoon Network. Your closing argument, sir. Right. Once again, you're correct. Nick had it in the '90s, right? And but that's what you are. You're just a memory. Uh, <laughs> you're in the past. Culture is not rooted simply in the past. It keeps moving forward, and that's what Cartoon Network represents. It keeps growing and evolving with people as we evolve and that's how you get fantastic shows like a steven universe right now so that's where we have it as people grow and change cartoon network is going to be there for them representing them what is nick antiquated oh drop mic i'm done i'm out <laughs> <laughs> 
Order, sir. Order. We heard from both sides. What say you, Judge? <clears throat> uh, all right. So, as the judge of this cartoon court, uh, creator of the show, I must be objective, right? I do have personal favorites on both sides. I do watch a lot of these shows. I do remember a lot of these shows and have had good experiences of watching all of them. Some I watch more than others. Uh, some on the Nickelodeon side, some on the Cartoon Network side. I do remember Toonami. I do remember Adult Swim. I do remember Kablam, Prometheus, and uh, was it Prometheus and Bob? Those shows like that. Uh, I think both were innovative. Both definitely touched on points that now are huge points in culture. Um, the black girl magic of Susie. One of the biggest things people now use for memes. Uh, they're showing their kids that now, that this young black girl who came from a successful black family, uh, who was good at everything and uh, stood up for uh, those babies. She was the mother hen, much of how we see black women today. Uh, very strong, very powerful, very much looking out for everybody. Uh, but also uh, we had the Powderpuff Girls, and we had this very strong representation that girls can be superheroes too. Uh, and DC has Wonder Woman, they have uh, comics like that, but to have these cartoons uh, as well for a new age of young girls and other generations and for boys to see as well uh, was very powerful. I think from a perspective of funny uh, cartoons, I think Cartoon Network has it from a perspective of innovative cartoons and creative cartoons, I think Nickelodeon has it. But again, it is my duty as an officer of these podcast streets and these said talk court that I make my ruling to be this. In my final judgment, I must say that the best cartoons have come from Cartoon Network. <laughs> Order. 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 Order, sir. Order, sir. All right. Uh, order in the court. I've made my ruling, and uh, that is final. If you would like to file a petition to the court, uh, please do so within 30 days and uh, submit that. And we'll. Hey, bruh, how dare you pick cartoon effort? <laughs> <laughs> He's an abrasive Negro, please. No. Take me out. That is the decision. It is final at this time. Uh, Nickelodeon, you're free to go. Uh, so with that being said, uh, thanks everybody for listening uh, to the today's said talk, man. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Please leave in the comments what your thoughts are. Uh, definitely uh, shoot us a DM on Instagram and be sure to follow us on Instagram at said underscore talk. Uh, click the link in the bio to listen to the podcast on your favorite platform. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio as well. So be sure to listen on your favorite platform. While you're there, be sure to cop a said talk tea. Uh, all those proceeds will go towards my nonprofit organization, Palmetto Pride Sports, which is a low-cost club and travel sports organization for minority youth who play sports with low minority representation. Those include baseball, softball, lacrosse, tennis, soccer, and volleyball. Uh, so be sure to check out our website at www.palmettopridesports.org. 
And you can also follow us on Instagram at palmettopride803. Uh, stay tuned for next week. And as always, thanks for listening.